Alleluia, Christ is risen. I speak to you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. When you have no idea what to do, when you're exhausted, worn out, when you're angry and lamenting, there's only one place to turn in the Bible, and that's the Psalter. 150 psalms, poems, or songs written a few thousand years ago that express the range of our feelings about our lot in life and our relationship to God. The Psalter is so central to our faith that religious communities pray the entirety of it each week. In our own daily office, we have the option to pray it every month. It's so important that the entire book, the entire thing, is in the center of our Book of Common Prayer. It takes up over 20% of its real estate. And the Psalms are central because they are honest. They express joy and anger, trust in God, and bitterness towards enemies, gratitude, and disappointment. The psalmist doesn't pull punches with God, doesn't apologize for telling God the truth, for railing at God. And in the Psalter, there is a group of psalms known as psalms of lament or complaint, even protest, which is the kind of psalm we have today. Now, the lectionary has prettied up this psalm by cutting its 24 verses down to seven, so that what we see today are primarily verses of trust. But in this psalm, the writer weaves together words of protest and prayers for help, words of anger and sorrow braided together with words of trust. One scholar says this psalm needs to be prayed twice, as the first eight verses seem to be complete, words of trust, asking for help, ending with words of praise for a God who has seen my affliction and set my feet in an open place. But then immediately in verse nine, the psalmist returns to begging, begging for help from the very God whom he just has said he trusted. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. My life is wasted with grief and my years with sighing. I am forgotten like a dead man, out of mind. The psalmist cried out to God, showed trust, gave thanks, but had to cry out again because the pain wasn't over. This tells us that the suffering of the psalmist must have been long that the deliverance that the psalmist expected from God hadn't arrived. They had to pray their prayer twice, complaining, crying out, protesting, and then remembering that God is a refuge, a strong rock, a castle to keep us safe and that our times are always in God's hands. This swinging, back and forth between pleading and security feels exactly right, especially right now, and certainly accurately describes my prayer these days as I cry out to God. 
I cry out to God, let us return to church. I cry out to God, why did the cat have to eat the lilies requiring an expensive trip to the emergency vet? I also cry out to God, protect Tracy. I cry out to God, why are your people still killing innocent black men and protecting their killers? I praise God and I thank God. Thank you for a job and a house and friends and Tracy and my dad and all saints. I could go on and on and on. And the Psalter tells us that every single one of those prayers is just fine. I wonder, what is your prayer like now? Is it pleading? Is it grateful? Angry? Are your prayers just so sad? Whatever your prayers are, I hope they're honest. Sometimes we pull our punches with God as if we might offend God with our sorrow and anger, yet we see that the people of God have always spoken the truth to God. God can take it. As one priest often says, get angry at God. After all, God's the only one who can fix it. You might as well get angry at God, for God's the only one who can fix it. And that's why we pray, my times are in your hand. Rescue me from the hand of my enemy. For we are always in danger of being in the hand of the enemy, whoever, whatever that is, illness, viruses, an unfair economy, those who wish us harm. But sometimes even in the midst of trouble, we can remember that we are always also in the hand of God, that God is our refuge, that once we were no people, but now we belong to God, that we might not know the way as Thomas says to Jesus today, but that we don't have to as long as we stay close to God. Many of you know that I often end my prayers with you in this way. Our lives are in your hands, O oh God, and we trust you. Our lives are in your hands, O oh God, and we trust you. Sometimes I pray that joyfully and with confidence. Other times when I'm praying with you after bad news, after loss, I pray those words with tears at the edges. But those aren't my words or even my sentiments. I borrow them from all people of faith who have gone before, all who have prayed the Psalms, lamenting, angry, pleading, hopeful, trusting. I pray, we pray, with all who have to pray twice, trusting that we can be honest, trusting that when we are lost, we don't have to know the way home because Jesus is the way. Trusting that when we cry out in our loneliness and our isolation, God reassures us that now we belong to each other and to God. 
trusting, we can be honest, knowing our times are in God's hands and we can trust God with our very lives. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.